Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Oral Max Facts to another juicy episode of me recording with Miriam for Oral Mockboards. So yep. today, <laughs> Miriam is in hot seat again, yep. all by choice, right, Miriam? <laughs> That's right, consensual. <laughs> and today's topic is TMJ. So we'll run through a simple case, nothing too difficult. Honestly, everything about TMJ should be pretty straightforward, easy, easy points. And once we go through the case, we'll go through a few pointers. And hopefully that's helpful for you guys, okay? So you have a 40-year-old female presents with chief complaint of pain and limited mouth opening that is worsening over the last few weeks on the right side. Her past medical history and surgical history is relevant for just high blood pressure. She takes hydrochlorothiazide. She has no known drug allergies. She's not a smoker and she drinks socially. So what questions do you want to ask this patient? I like to ask if she has any history of trauma. No history of trauma. Uh, has she ever had open jaw lock or closed jaw lock? No lock jaw. And then I'm going to ask them to tell me about the severity of the pain and characteristic of the pain. Okay. The pain is uh, dull on the right side. Pain level severity is anywhere from five to six out of 10. Okay. Uh, with one finger, can you point to where the point the pain is the maximum amount? As she points to the entire right side. Okay. So then in that case, I'm going to move to the clinical examination. I'm going to do head and neck, starting from palpating outside near the uh, ear canal. And then I'm going to see how what is her range of motion and palpation of uh, muscles of mastications. Okay. What else does your physical exam entail? I would also want to carefully see if they have any deflection or deviation with opening. And, um, and then I would also obtain some radiograph. Okay. Patient's maximum opening is 35 millimeters with no deviation or deflection. She has tenderness to masseter and temporalis on the right side. What would you like to do next? I would just get the panoramic. Can you describe what you see? I see a panoramic with a condyle seated in the fossa and no gross bony pathology, as well as four impacted um, third molars. Okay, what treatment would you recommend for this patient? Okay, so based on the clinical exam, I, ha I conclude that her pain is uh, musculoskeletal uh, related. Uh, therefore, I'm going to start her on... Um, two weeks of um, ibuprofen, 600 milligram, along with warm, moist compress on the side that causes her pain. And I will ask her to maintain soft diet and only chew on the right side. When would you like to see her follow? I'll see her again in two weeks. Okay, patient returns to you a year later. Now she complains of popping on the right side and limited mouth opening of 23 millimeters and limited range of motion to left side. How would you like to proceed? Okay, so she's showing evidence of internal derangement of uh, the 
disc uh, of the right TMJ. At this point, I will ask for an MRI. Okay, your MRI will take four to six weeks. Would you still want to wait for MRI? I would offer to treat her pain with arthrocentesis while we are obtaining the TMJ. Sorry, while we are obtaining the MRI in order to see if that will help with her range of opening and uh, pain. How would you order the MRI? I'll get uh, MRI T1 and T2 mouth open and close of area of TMJ. What is the difference between T1 and T2? T1, uh, it has the fat. It's just the is the way that the intensity of the material uh, intensity of content shows up, and in T1 the fat shows up hyper dense, and in T2 water is more hyper intense. Describe what you see here. I see an MRI of a TMJ window, and I. Uh, I see that the head, the condyle, this marrow look uh, a little bit deformed, and the disc is appropriately positioned uh, in the close, but in the open, it's it's not appropriately positioned. It's positioned anteriorly. Okay. How would you like to treat? This confirms my diagnosis, but I still start with arthrocentesis. Okay. Describe your arthrocentesis. So I uh, I will perform the uh, procedure under sedation. So after I applied like uh, adequate monitor, anesthesia monitor, and uh, medications administered, then I'll draw a line from tragus to lateral canthus. Mm -hmm. Then I'll come forward 10 millimeter, 2 millimeter down, and then 20 millimeter forward with 10 millimeter down. I'll inject, I'll use my lidocaine uh, and inject it right into the capsule uh, along the first point that I uh, that I marked. At the same time, I confirmed that point by opening and closing the mouth and really f identifying where is the posterior border of the condyle and uh, try to palpate the bone of zygomatic arch and walk down my needle into the capsule and um, with like 21 gauge needle. And once I place that, then I would place my exit port. I connect normal saline and I... Um, Move the second needle until I have passive uh, passive drainage, and irrigate the joint with uh, 200 to 300 normal saline, and then at the end I will inject one person lidocaine with uh, one uh, milligram of uh, one milliliter of uh, Kenalog that is 40 milligram per milliliter. Okay. While you're doing arthrocentesis, one of your needles break in the joint space. What would you do? At this point, I would have I would try to use. Uh, I'll have to take the patients to the operating room in order to retrieve it. So I'll wake up the patients from anesthesia. I will inform them about what happened and then schedule them for the uh, indoral incision in order to get to the area of the capsule and um, and hopefully identify my needle. Can you describe your open joint procedure? So for my uh, endoral incision, I go along the crease of the ear, um, along over the tragus, extending it just um, just below the end of the pina. Uh, and then I'll make the incision through skin and subcutaneous. And, um, and then in the superior lamb of the incision, I will go down to the superior superficial temporalis um, fascia, I will make an incision at the 
30 degree um, al along the axis of the helix. And uh, I expect to see fat there. And I take my periosteum under that flap, extend that all the way to the inferior aspect of the incision and, may and then incise that. So I'm in all in one level. Uh, so at this level, I continue to identify my zygomatic arch bone um, and uh, incise the periosteum there uh, and, um, and reflect that periosteum. And then underneath that it would be the capsule. How would you try to avoid damage to the middle ear? It's, it has to do with the vector of my needle. I'll make sure it's anteriorly and medially um, oriented. Okay. Your patient comes back a month later with red swollen joint with pain. What's your next step? My differential diagnosis here is an infection. And uh, because we had a foreign body, there must also be a chance of like foreign body um, infection. So I put the patient on a broad spectrum antibiotic and um, see how they react. And then what is yeah. your antibiotic of choice? I'm going to start with. Um, I'm going to start with augmenting. Okay. That's the end of your case. Oh, that's the end of the case. Oh, okay. So, I mean, just normally whatever exams you do is what you're going to go for. You know, obviously okay. even for x-ray next, you normally start with a panoramic x-ray and just see what you see. Sometimes you'll see things in there. Sometimes you don't. For this patient, mm -hmm. you didn't see anything and you did a good job describing that. And yeah, you'll go through arthrocentesis first. Always know how you're going to order your MRI. T1, T2 weighted, know your differences between, keep your answers short, succinct there. You don't want to. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you will start it, with arthrocentesis first. You know, you did a good job describing it. You'll do it in the station after appropriate monitors. If you are going to prep the face, you know, just say that you're going to okay. prep it with chlorhexidine, betadine, whatever you use. And okay. um, Needle joining and breaking the joint space is a simple complication, but it can escalate, you know. So some people will say they can do arthroscopy. If you have the training, go for it. You know, if you're going to do arthroscopy yeah. and know how you're going to retrieve it, you can describe it by all means. If you don't and you're going to do an open joint space, then do the open joint. The goal with TMJ case is always going to be open joint they're going to get you to that and they need you to describe it very fluidly how you're going to do open joint case. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you did a good job walking through that. Sometimes they'll cut you off in the middle, you know, if you're doing all the right steps. Mm -hmm. I didn't do that just because we had time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, always know how you're going to do open joint procedures. Sure. And, um, you know, yes, infection is in is definitely in the differential. Patient could also be having more symptoms. I don't know. Is open debridement in yeah. your thoughts or not? Just put it in there if it is. Yeah. Depending yeah. on how severe it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can try out patient first. All right. Well, thank you, Miriam, for getting through that. Thanks. I know it's, it's never easy. So, you know, for all of you who are like sitting there thinking, oh, I would have done this. I would have done that. Uh, you probably wouldn't have when you're in a hot seat. So, you know. <laughs> also, if you like these episodes and all of our remaining episodes, please give us a five-star review. It helps other listeners find us and spread the good word. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Until next time. Until next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.